Oh, snap, snap, snap. The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, hello, raw feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. Well, uh, I've got some information on this um, on this FDA issue in regards to big pet food. So I want to talk to you a little bit about that. Uh, but also want to remind you that tomorrow night, that's Wednesday because I'm recording this on a Tuesday for those of you that will see this later. But on Wednesday nights, we have Yappy Hour. Yep, that's our sale uh, on just about everything. Food, bones, supplements, and treats. And we have that uh, right here at rawdogfoodandco.com or rawdogfoodandcompany.com. That's going to be from 6 p.m. on Mountain Time to midnight. So please come on over on Yappy Hour. Also on shipping, um, you know, our shipping is now guaranteed. We're going to guarantee that you are going to get your shipment from UPS and all is going to be good. And if it gets lost, it's going to be guaranteed. Uh, remember that all shipments are in a customized uh, cooler. And uh, if you're two or three days or more, then that's going to also include dry ice. So it's going to arrive frozen. Um, what else do I want to tell you? Well, I want to tell you about puppies. Yeah. I want to tell you that puppies should be eating raw meaty bones. They should. And, you know, I've been reading a lot in Dr. Ian Billinghurst, give your dog a bone. And he's got these 10 secrets, 10 secrets of successful puppy rearing. And I don't see I don't see that my pet parents uh, are very comfortable with rearing their puppies on raw meaty bones. And this is certainly something that Dr. Uh, Ian Billinghurst says. But he says, you know, they need to be eating chicken necks and chicken wings and turkey necks. Those things that actually have bones in them. Okay. Not calcium supplements not eggshells. We want to go with real bone. And so many pet parents are afraid of real bone, afraid that they're going to tear up their dog's insides or their anus, or they're going to choke. We just don't see that. Okay. We don't see that. If we did, we wouldn't continue to put it in the blends. It wouldn't be a good business decision. All right. Let me read these 10 uh, secrets of successful puppy rearing before we get over to Brian's comments on uh, what's going on with these commercial pet foods. Okay. First, heaps of raw meaty bones as the basis of the diet. Get those raw meaty bones in there. You got to feed your dogs the bone in blends, not boneless. Okay. The second one is something that people have a hard time with, but here it is. Grow those puppies slowly, slowly. 
keeping them lean. And here's one that most pet parents don't like to hear. Keep them slightly hungry. Yeah. See, the way that they were raised in the wild, their their actual DNA, their ancestry is, yeah, they didn't eat every day. Now, I know you're like, well, these are domesticated dogs. You're right, but it isn't healthy for them to be fat. Don't let your puppies get fat. Okie doke. And keep them hungry. Uh, the third secret is feed those puppies a wide variety of foods. Okay? Feed them a wide variety of foods. And in his book, he says, look, if you start these puppies out on all the different proteins, we got lamb, we got beef, we got pork, we got duck, we got chicken, we got fish, we got rabbit, then they're not going to be picky eaters when they grow up. They should eat and love everything. This is a problem that we see. Oh, my dog can only have one protein. Really? Because that is not going to make for a really healthy dog. Okay. We got to get more variety like duck heads and bison testicles and veggies and um, raw meaty bones and fish. Get those into your dog's diet. They need that. Um, you need good, highly digestible quality proteins, fats that have vitamins and minerals. And maybe you want to add some phytoplankton. Maybe you want to add some potency. Maybe you would like to add the immunity mushrooms. That's fine. It's variety, variety, variety. All of the supplements that we have, whole foods, great, homeopathic, clean, beautiful. We love those. Um, okay. He says, do not base your diet, your puppy's diets on commercial dog food and calcium supplements, guys. Commercial dog foods or calcium supplements. Neither one of those. You're going to have problems if you do either one of those. Here's another one that people uh, kind of don't get in the puppy, growing up healthy puppies with good joints and uh, super great coats and everything else. But this one on the joints specifically, the only exercise allowed is play. Let those puppies play, okay, until they're tired. Then they lay down and they go to sleep. And then they get back up and they play again. He says, taking these dogs on these long, boring walks is not good for them. It's not good for the joint. So don't over-exercise your puppies, okay? Keep them lean. Don't over-exercise them and let them stay a little hungry, okay? Uh, the next one is they need to spend the majority of their day outside in the fresh air on the grass with the sun and 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 the earth on their feet. Um, and make sure that they have clean fresh water, okay? Structured water, spring water, uh, not city water. Got a lot of junk in it, okay? We don't want to do that. Um, here's one that you're really, really, uh, some of you going to fight me on. Um, but this makes your life easier. I'm just going to say, he says the diet is to be balanced over time, over time. And he typically says, um, over a month, he said, 
you know, you're not going to provide balance every meal. It's impossible. You drive yourself crazy. That's why it's variety, variety, variety. So I have to ask you, if you eat the same thing every single meal, three meals a day, which I'm kind of wondering if humans even need to have three meals a day. I guess it depends on their size. But anyway, he says, you know, you you balance that over time. You don't say, I need to make sure that my puppy has everything they need in this meal right here today. That is not the way they were created. That's not the way they're designed. And that's not even realistic. Marketing's done that, but okay. Um, And then the 10th secret, he said, is that your puppy is raised with love. And that results in a strong immune system and a puppy that is watched and fed according to its weight, what it should look like according to its condition, and according to its general health. That means you don't need anybody but you to really figure out if your puppy's healthy. If you follow those, lots of variety, balance over time, keep your puppy lean, keep it a little hungry, don't over-exercise it, don't put toxins in its body, you're going to have a very, very healthy puppy. Yeah, you are. Super simple. We can help you do that right here at Raw Dog Food and Company. Hey, we have lots of blends with bone in it. Some bone is higher than others. And, you know, you get freaked out because you see a lot of bone. If if the poops get too hard, too hard, add some tripe to it. Super easy. People are like, I like the way tripe smells. Okay, add some organs. That's easy. We make it easy. Don't make it hard. Don't make it hard. Okay. Um, so anyway, there, there is, uh, this lawsuit against, um, Hills. So this was back in 2023 and this was Hills response to the FDA warning about a vitamin D recall. Okay. And I think what Brian really wants to educate you guys on really wants to, um, bring to your attention today is how one company's different responses to crisis frame their true priorities. And I think we're probably preaching to the choir here a little bit, but we want to help you maybe explain to other people what's going on with these commercial pet foods that have these giant marketing um, budgets. I mean, they're only like a $24 billion, $24 billion industry, right? And um, no raw company is like that at all. But some some companies have sold out to big pet food, like Stella and Chewy's. And a lot of people still think that that's, you know, real raw, but it's part of that big conglomerate. And actually, let me just give you, now I'm going to be talking about two different things here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be talking about the vitamin D toxicity recall that happened in 2019. And I'm also going to be talking a little bit about, let me just get these companies that right now we're seeing a lot of problems with um, some dead, well, several hundred, more than 300 dead animals um, on these different foods, uh, these are the foods that pet parents are saying, look, there's uh, bloody diarrhea, there's vomiting in the blood, 
Um, and there, there's something going on. We suspect it's probably a toxicity of an additive or a miscalculation in something. They're not really saying because they just aren't in a hurry to come out and really check and see what's going on with their products. Here are the ones that are in question, two of which your typical traditional veterinary clinic sales, Royal Canaan and Hills. We got big problems with them as well as Purina is one of the big ones. But here are some other ones that you may not realize uh, pet parents are reporting these problems with. Uh, for Health is one, Arcana, American Journey, Blue Buffalo, Diamond, Farmina, From Instinct, Kirkland, Merrick, Taste of the Wild, Stella and Chewies, Rachel Ray, Nutrition. That one should be gone by now, folks. Uh, but anyway, Pure Balance, Primal, Pedigree, Organics, and Origin. Hmm. If you know of anybody that's got a sick dog and they're feeding that, well, it's probably a problem. Get them off of that. All right. So anyway, Brian wanted everyone to understand how one company's different responses to crisis frame their true priorities. So he says the lawsuit against Hills was, was damning, uh, but it should open the eyes of pet parents everywhere as to the true intentions of these giant corporations. Uh, the suit has shown us Hill's priorities when it comes to taking action and the level of action they're willing to take. Brian says, everyone remembers the 2019 vitamin D toxicity recall, but I, I'm going to disagree, Brian. I don't think that everybody realizes that there were, you know, major recalls um, with vitamin D toxicity in 2019 because they keep that stuff quiet. And then they just go back to selling it. But anyway, after making thousands of dogs sick and killing many of them, Hills was, quote, unquote, disappointed. They were disappointed that this happened. Now, that's a dumb statement. Hills is disappointed that this happened. I would have at least said I'm saddened, but they're disappointed that this happened. When responding to the FDA about the actions that they would take to prevent further occurrence, Hills replied that they were putting into place the exact same procedures they had already put in place back in 2019 when the recall happened. They were doing nothing new and admitting that they didn't even follow the protocols they had previously set up for being quote-unquote disappointed that thousands of pets got sick, Hills was certainly not going to change any of its practices or take any actions. Uh, that is weird, that comment. I'm, we're disappointed. It's just, it's just weird. Okay. Brian goes on and says, from 2014 to 2017, Hills revenue was pancake flat. Their market share, share fell more than 20%. And remember, this is a giant corporation and they got profits that need to go to all their shareholders and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, pet health is on the bottom of the list. I'm, and maybe it's not even on the list. Anyway, their market share uh, fell more than 20%. In 2018, they fell from third to fourth in sales of complete dash diet dog food complete diet dog food didn't we just hear about that 
balance over time. How do you get that? How do you get that in every morsel, every bite of dog food? You don't. Okay. So what does Hills do in this case where the money has stopped coming in hand over fist? Bet they create a new marketing scheme, B. That's what I call Brian. I call him B. According to the lawsuit, Hills and a cluster of associated entities and individuals embarked on a drastic and unlawful course to reverse this Hills and a cluster of associated entities and individuals embarked on a drastic and unlawful course to reverse this slide. Oh, say it isn't so. They don't do that. Really? Mm -hmm. They carried out a scheme to falsely convince American dog owners that a massive, unrelated, and hugely diverse group of food products increased the risk and severity of a deadly canine heart disease called dilated cardiomyopathy, DCM. Ta-da! Is your dog eating raw? They probably have DCM. Is your dog eating grain-free? They have DCM. Do the now. Okay. Well, these two situations show two very different responses. Pets die from eating their food. That's one. And the company was disappointed, but they were unwilling to do anything different or spend money improving their processes. Their profits drop. So what do they do? They launch what is likely an expensive and unlawful coordinated conspiracy against any company that is not theirs or one of the big three. Mm-hmm. Now, Brian says, if this does not convince you of how disgusting these companies are and how little they care about health, your pet or you, well, then nothing will. Pet parents should be stark raving mad at hearing what this company has done. Well, I don't know if they're really hearing it. And you got to wonder if pet parents are going to stop hearing that their dogs have DCM, dilated cardiomyopathy. We heard it out the sphincter. And we were like, this makes no sense that your dog needs to have grains to stop DCM. What? It makes no sense. So again, all based on profits. And still, the majority of folks feed kibble out there because (gasps) raw dog food. It's got bacteria. Mm -mm. Cancer dogs. Just heard this. Cancer dogs need to be on kibble or some sort of prescription because their immune system is compromised and uh, they don't want the bacteria in the raw to compromise it further. What the heck? So we're going to feed it something that feeds cancer? When dogs are built for any type of bacteria, really? Okay. Makes my head spin. Makes my head hurt. But. We're just here to educate you and help you stand up for your pet. All right. So that's what I got for you today. I so appreciate you guys joining me. Remember, tomorrow night is Yappy Hour, 6 p.m. to midnight. Get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com and save, 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 because it's where your pet's health is our business and friends. Oh, my goodness. 
friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. Oh, snap, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap. 